Welcome to Words Matter. I'm Elise Jordan, along with Steve Schmidt. Our goal is to promote objective reality. As a wise man once said, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, not their own facts. Words have power and words have consequences. As the end of the year approaches, we thought it would be a good idea to go back and look at some of the books we selected for the Words Matter Audible Library, just so you could get a sense of our thinking in brief of why we felt that each specific title was important in 2018. And hopefully, if you didn't check it out the first time, you can go back and catch up and follow along with the Words Matter Audible Library. Joining me today is our executive producer and my sometime co-host, Adam Levine. Adam also served in the White House for President George W. Bush. He was also a senior producer at NBC News and began his career with the late, great Daniel Patrick Monahan. Great to be here, Elise. We've had a great 2018 launching Words Matter, and we've had so much fun launching the Words Matter Audible Library. And in our first season, we've tried to answer the question, how did we get here? And we chose a selection of books that we felt helped illuminate the path to this perilous political moment. And so let's just talk about some of the titles that we focused on this year at Words Matter and why we found the book to be important. To start with, there's The Red and the Blue, The 90s and the Birth of Political Tribalism by Steve Kornacki. I really love this book. It reminded me of my childhood and the formative political narratives that I heard growing up as a child, the 92 election, Bill Clinton, and Steve Kornacki just really brilliantly goes through and tells the compelling history of it, but in just a highly fun and enjoyable read. Fun in the sense of I'm kind of like, whoa, why didn't we see this coming? Because it was all there, but that's why the book is worth a read, because Steve does such a good job of kind of explaining how the 90s contributed to the political tribalism of today. The next book we put into the Audible Words Matter library was Orwell and Churchill, The Fight for Freedom by Tom Ricks. And this was an important title because while there were many characters and personalities in the 20th century who taught us the power and consequences of words, particularly in the face of dictators and authoritarians, George Orwell and Winston Churchill stood head and shoulders above almost anyone else in the first half of the 20th century at fighting that war. And unfortunately, the lessons of those battles are still applicable today. You never lose by learning more about Winston Churchill and his leadership during rough, troubled times. Profiles Encouraged by John F. Kennedy is always an important read so that we are reminded of a day and age when senators were able to show courage against formidable political interest of their own. And they chose to do the right thing for the country instead of doing what was politically expedient. And in 2019, we are going to need a lot of courage from Republican lawmakers as the full extent of Donald Trump's criminality comes into greater focus. Courage and politics are two things that don't often go together. But by highlighting rare acts of courage by United States senators, John F. Kennedy provided an enduring example that is more relevant today than at almost any other time in our history. Born Trump Inside America's First Family by Emily Jane Fox is a fun read that is really 
telling you the story of how they came to be where they are today, but through the family drama, a family drama that is certainly worthy of any reality show or tabloid magazine. And my big takeaway after reading Emily's book, really every page throughout the book was, I'm just so grateful for my normal, loving, stable family. And it's a good holiday read just to impress upon you that, yes, you're probably luckier than you always thought you were, because it can always be worse. And you see how Donald Trump and Ivana Trump raise their children and you understand some of the current parental issues that we see playing out very much on the world stage. And Emily narrates her own book for the Audible version, and Elise talked to her about that process during their interview. Columbine by David Cullen was a title that you selected for the Audible Words Matter Library. The author is someone, Elise, that you got to know well, and we're both big fans of his work. Talk a little bit about why you picked the book and why it's important today. First of all, Columbine is one of the most beautifully written narrative nonfiction books of the last century. Just in terms of Dave Cullen's writing prowess, it's worth looking at and paying attention to. But it's also an incredibly important story. Dave goes back and he charts how the Columbine massacre came to be and goes deep into the killers and their headset, their high school mindset, and how they executed the first mass killing at an American school. And I hate that the story is unfortunately still applicable today because we are witnessing these tragedies far too often. And Dave came on our podcast and shared his insights into how he got to this moment in terms of gun violence in America. But the book Columbine, I can't recommend it highly enough, and you should definitely check it out on Audible. One of the fun things about doing this podcast is that even if you know a subject well, you wind up learning one, two, or a whole host of things that you didn't know before. I've been studying history or working in politics for almost 30 years now, but as I listened to Landslide, LBJ and Ronald Reagan at the dawn of a new America, I found there was a lot I didn't know. I had never thought of LBJ and Ronald Reagan as contemporaries and didn't even consider that the policies and ideology of one was a direct reaction to the other. But Jonathan Darman, an equally skilled writer and historian, showed me the light. This is such an important book. If you want to understand how American politics got to where it is today, this is a must-listen title. And Landside is just a really great read. I recommend it because Jonathan Darman has such skill in telling a story through scenes and really putting you in the place and you can, you know, smell and feel what's happening in the room in a way that is really special among historians. And so I highly recommend that you check out an important historical read, but also just a really good read. We had on former CIA analyst David Priest, and he discussed his new book, How to Get Rid of a President, History's Guide to Removing Unpopular, Unable, or Unfit Chief Executives. And I told him I thought that he had written a book that was going to have great staying power over the next year. And I would recommend it if you are concerned about the country, you are concerned about the level of political turmoil, and you're watching anxiously to see what's going to come out of the Russia investigation. I think that David's book is important to give perspective 
into just how hard it is to actually remove a president and remind us that sometimes voting might be the best way. But if it goes to the level where you've got to impeach, David really outlines what it takes to get there. And David is one of those rare people who can write history and also has an incredible amount of real-world experience. As Elise mentioned, David was a CIA analyst, and one of his jobs every day was to brief then-FBI Director Bob Mueller on the information contained in the CIA's highly classified and closely guarded Presidential Daily Briefing, or PDB. So not only do you get a thorough historical account of how we have removed, sidelined, and marginalized unfit chief executives, you get it from someone who knows a little bit about the man who may play a very big role in writing the next chapter of that history. You know, Elise, we get a lot of feedback here through all the various social media channels and email. And one of the uh, interviews that you did that got really a huge amount of positive feedback was Stephen Brill's tailspin, the people and forces behind America's 50-year fall and those fighting to reverse it. And I think one of the things people liked about it was that it wasn't just prescription of the problem. It was a diagnosis and suggestions for what we can do going forward to fix the problems that Stephen Brill clearly and so articulately outlines in his book. Well, what I love about the book is that with so much doom and gloom and plenty of people are you know, able to point out the problems, there are very few that are really analyzing what could be the solutions. And I love that Steve went out of his way to identify some of the men and women in this country who are at the forefront of innovative policy that's addressing what he has referred to as the tailspin and why America is in this uniquely perilous political moment. There's a lot more to be optimistic about than we sometimes see reflected in newspaper headlines and on cable news. And I think it's just important to remember that throughout these various historical moments that people who have been pushing forward and not just focusing on decline are the ones who, as Steve says, will reverse it. One particularly meaningful book that we highlighted in the Words Matter Audible Library this year is 41, A Portrait of My Father by President George W. Bush. And the book is narrated by President Bush himself, and he tells some of the many stories and moments of his life as President George H.W. Bush's son. When you worked for George W. Bush, it was always difficult, if not impossible, to get him to talk about himself. But one of the things that he wasn't shy about talking about was how proud he is of his dad. And that really came through in this book. As Elise said, it was read by number 43 himself. It was truly an honor to put this title into the Words Matter Audible Library, particularly at a time when our country was celebrating the life of a true American hero and a true American statesman, George Herbert Walker Bush. And in the aftermath of President H.W.'s death and thinking about his legacy, I really think that there is no greater legacy of an individual than how their family remembers them and the love that they reflect in their remembrances. And I think that 41, A Portrait of My Father by President George W. Bush certainly exemplifies that ideal. One of our first interviews here at Words Matter was with Bloomberg Executive Editor Tim O'Brien in his great seminal book, Trump Nation, The Art of Being Donald Trump. And Elise, I know you've gotten to know Tim over the years, and 
Many of our friends write books about important, influential people. Rarely do our friends get sued for $5 billion for writing those books. Talk a little bit about that for a minute. Trump Nation, the art of being Donald Trump, is such an amazing story because Tim O'Brien wrote it a decade ago. This was an old story. It's much as we watch so many different scandals unfold that are Trump related. So much of what we need to know is already there. And that's part of the work, the important work that Tim O'Brien did in his book, Trump Nation, as he investigated Donald Trump's business practices. And so if you want to go back to ground zero and read some of the most important work that's been done about the Donald Trump business legacy, you can't do any better than starting with Trump Nation, the art of being Donald Trump. And finally, the last book we put into the Words Matter Audible Library this year was The Loudest Voice in the Room, How the Brilliant, Bombastic Roger Ailes Built Fox News and Divided a Country by our friend Gabriel Sherman. Gabe's book came out in 2015. So it's a few years old, but it paints the picture of how the apparatus of Fox News played a pivotal role in bringing about this moment and now serves as an echo chamber for Donald Trump. And it really is an insightful book if you want to go a little bit deeper and understand Roger Ailes and his enduring legacy on the American political and media landscape. Thank you so much for listening to us and for humoring us as we have the time of our lives discussing these fun, intelligent, wonderful books. And I'd encourage you that if you aren't listening to your books, I was not much of a listener before this year, but I noticed I was reading a whole lot less just because sometimes at the end of the day, my eyes would hurt. Tune in, get your books through Audible, and you can, you know, Try to rise above the Twitter ranker and give some of these wonderful authors who are doing amazing groundbreaking work their due credit and take their ideas in as we all think about what kind of America we want today and going forward. We're grateful to Audible for their sponsorship of Words Matter, but even more so for introducing us to a whole new way to enjoy great books and important content. If you'd like to see a book, featured in the Audible Words Matter Library. You can find us on Twitter. You can also find us at our website, www.wordsmattermedia.com. Email us and give us a suggestion. And in 2019, you may see your suggestion in the Words Matter Library. Audible, because words matter. Audible, because words matter. And finally, we want to thank our friends and partners at The Hangar Studios. Since we launched back in August, Words Matter has been recorded and produced by Jennifer Ho, Chad Dugatz, and the entire Hanger Studios team. They are total pros. The Hanger Studios will help you find your voice, find your audience, and deliver that top-notch audio quality needed for success in the podcast world. If you have a podcast you're trying to get off the ground, go to www.thehangerstudios.com and book a session. Thanks to Jennifer, Chad, and the entire team. We've been able to get our podcast off the ground with people we love working with. That's www.thehangerstudios.com. The Hanger Studios. Speak freely. Thank you for listening to Words Matter with Elise Jordan and Steve Schmidt. 
For more information on our show and hosts, visit wordsmattermedia.com. Please rate and review Words Matter on Apple Podcasts and other podcast providers.